This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We, we all tough guys. We've been through a lot here. The guys that are still here stuck stuck through it. You know, just continue to wake up every morning and, and just chipped at it. Just be a tough guy and you know, in, in tough times and you know, every everybody in, in my senior group right now deserves, you know, a round of applause for, you know, everything that they've been through that they've endured and you know, just being able to make a good situation out of times that, that weren't always so good. So, um, you know, just credit to those guys. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. As you just heard, senior defensive back DiCaprio Boodle talking about really the, the tough four years he's had to endure at Nebraska. And this is a kid that picked Nebraska. I remember at the satellite camp when the former staff found him. It was in Doral Park in Miami at a satellite camp with about a 1,000 kids at it. And he ran the fastest 40 and got his offer from Nebraska pretty much on the spot from there and uh, came up here and went to school. So um, you just never know how it's going to come about and where life and your path is going to take you. And coming to a satellite camp and running a 40 and Brian Stewart seeing you do it led to him getting here. And, you know, he, he's he's played good football this year, Robin, when you look in. I think that secondary in general, they gave up the one play to David Bell, the collision play where everybody – kind of ran into each other, but they did a heck of a job for the most part against some of the best receivers they've played all year. Well, and that that one bust they had against Purdue, at least they had two players just trying to make a play. You know, they were going up there trying to you know, knock the ball away as opposed to kind of sitting back and, and playing soft. And I think that kind of embodies the biggest difference between the secondary this year and previous seasons is – you guys are, are willing to take chances now. I think they're finally starting to take on that you know whole no fear of failure mentality to where they're not afraid to, to take a chance on swatting the ball down or going after a pick or uh, you know being aggressive in man coverage because they actually are playing with some confidence now and that hasn't been there uh, much at all over the past two or three seasons. So you know Boodle certainly is uh, kind of the forefront of that. Cam Taylor Britt as well. Uh, you know, where this secondary is playing kind of at a different level than what we've seen. And a lot of that, I think, is uh, there's just a lot more confidence and a lot more willingness uh, to, to go try to make plays as opposed to being scared of giving up a big one. And of all the comments we heard this week, Robin, how about Travis Fisher, the former almost 10-year starter in the NFL, saying that he feels like Cam Taylor Britt right now might be playing as well as any corner in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah, awfully high praise and – from a guy that doesn't really throw praise out too often. Yeah, I know. Usually he's the guy you have to like kind of like it's like pulling teeth trying to get him to say something he's like a, kind of the for negative, like a feature story, yeah. right? <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, he's got a lot of work to do. But yeah, for him to say that uh was definitely eyebrow raising, but uh you can see it. I mean, Cam he's a freak athlete out there. And pe- people need to remember this is like his first season playing full time cornerback. Uh, I mean, obviously he played quarterback in high school. Uh, He was kind of that versatile hybrid guy uh, for the past two seasons. And now he finally locked in as a full-time starting corner. And you're really starting to see him take off as he uh, learns all the nuances of that position that that separate good cornerbacks from great cornerbacks. And again, uh, when it comes to making plays, he's right there at the top. I mean, as far as, you know, creating interceptions and, you know, the the deflection he had, uh, obviously he was in on that, that bust for the touchdown, but he also had a play where he jumped like 50 inches in the air and swatted a ball away that would have been a touchdown had he not made the play. So I think you're really starting to see him uh, skyrocket towards that potential uh, that we, we all saw from him you know, from the get-go, but I think now that he's kind of found his home, uh, there's, <laughs> the sky's the limit for that guy. Well, and 
the other thing that really jumped out to me last week about the defense, Robin, is early on they set the tone. They were on the field first, which is typically not the formula Scott Frost goes with. I mean, if he can call his shots, he wants to go offense first. But Jeff Brom wants offense first as well. So um, they won the toss. They went went with the ball. And that defense for Nebraska last week, they forced, they block a punt yeah. early off the stop. That set the tone. And then they get a three and out with a sack on a four-man or three-man rush. And then they come back out again and get a three and out with a sack. And Nebraska was able to jump up 17 nothing. Ben Stilley had one of his better games. He's got 17 pressures on the year in six games. So he's got three plays or more each game where he's disrupting a quarterback. He's playing very good football. And we talked earlier in the show about JoJo Doman. And I thought he did an outstanding job on Rondell Moore, mm-hmm. limiting him from some big plays. Yeah, I mean, Rondell got a bunch of catches, but he didn't do anything with it. And even David Bell, uh, he had a bunch of catches too. But uh, if you take away – I mean. You know, in hindsight, it's hard to do, but you take away the big touchdown. Uh, really, all of his grabs went for like six yards per catch. So, he had, and he had one twenty. And Rondell's one twenty-two yard catch was the longest one he had. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they did a great job of uh, bottling him up. And I thought the most impressive part about that was the open field tackling. I mean, guys were not missing, and first contact, Purdue's ball carriers are being taken to the ground, and that is the hallmark of playing that style of defense. If you're going to just kind of try to bottle up playmakers like that. You better be able to tackle Rondell Moore one on one, and Nebraska did that significantly better than they well, had and they, passed. And they blew up the screens and the bubble sideline passes. I mean, well, the, you know the key part of all that though, uh, with the way that they played, kind of sitting back and uh, you know letting Purdue try to dink and dunk, was they were able to get pressure with four or even three rushers. I mean, there's clips of Nebraska sacking the quarterback on a three man rush, and that's when was the last time that happened? And so that that I think it just kind of speaks again to the play of the defensive line and the front seven in general, and how good they've been all year long. Maybe outside of the Illinois game, uh, in terms of you know being uh, you know a consistent presence week in week out, and over the past couple of weeks. What they held Iowa to 2.8 yards per carry, held Illinois to, or um, Purdue to negative yards rushing. I mean, that's outstanding. And if they can play at that level, Nebraska's going to have a chance every game they play. Well, and this week they're going to see the leading rusher in terms of yards yeah. per game and Mo Ibrahim. And I'm assuming he's playing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But, um, you know, he's 160 a game or so. And if he is playing, that will be the game plan. I mean, Minnesota is going to want to try to shorten this game. Mm-hmm and let him go yeah assuming they still have tanner morgan at quarterback uh there's no rashad bateman uh who was as good of any receiver as there was in the country uh and so i mean minnesota suddenly became pretty predictable where they're going to try to run the ball uh get some plays for morgan off uh, rpo play action uh and really just kind of be a grinded out uh power football team and you know for really at all intents and purposes that plays right in Nebraska's defensive strength where, you know, they're that D line and those linebackers have been playing really, really well. And the physicality of the safety play with, you know, Dismuke and Deontay Williams, you know, it's, it's hard to run the ball against Nebraska right now, especially if you don't have that legitimate downfield threat in the pass game. And I'll be curious if Minnesota comes at Nebraska with heavier sets or more spread sets. Um, be, trying to open them up because Nebraska has really played well using a lighter scheme where they've only played two defensive linemen. Yeah. They've only really had one game where they played three D linemen a lot. And that was Iowa. Um, and the last few weeks they just sub out a D lineman and put an extra outside linebacker. And then they put Jojo Doman as a nickel. Um, so the, the way they've been playing this year, it's almost like a two, five, four scheme um, in, in terms of 
JoJo being the fifth DB, but really he's a linebacker. And then they bring in extra linebackers as well. Will Minnesota try to get Nebraska out of that? You know, Damian Daniels, too, he's played really well. Yeah. Like, he's not gotten as much credit as he should, but I think he's given them about 20 to 30 pr- pr- pretty productive snaps the last few weeks. Well, that's a big step for him, too, because that was the one weakness was, I mean, he was a talented player, but he could only give you two to three snaps max at a time before he'd have to come out and catch his breath. Well, he got himself into shape, even though he still is a monster out there, Uh, but he's staying on the field. And as a result of staying on the field, he's having more opportunities to make plays. And you're starting to see that more and more each week. All right. The mailbag is back. When Robin and I come back, we'll take some of your questions. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.